What's up, you wonderful weirdos of the world? We are back for another episode of Pharaoh's Uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I'm Heather. I'm Josh. <laughs> and we're back for another episode <laughs> of Paranormal. Yeah, just in case you didn't know, that's where you're at. It's like we're not on like episode 20 something. Like, we can't figure out this intro thing. Yeah, probably like episode 220 something. I might get it figured out. I don't think I'm ever going to have it yeah. figured out. <laughs> it's odd. It's weird, but it's fun. Yes. So, anyways, today we're talking about what are we talking about? Urban legends. Mm, where do they come from? How does it happen? Yeah, and are they all bullshit? And some of them I've found in my research were closely like it's like a mix between real and urban legends. So that's kind of why I like the stories. Like, you know, it, it people are having things happen to them. Yeah, based on some of the things, but like the story has four or five different versions. So that's mm-hmm. why it's still kind of an urban legend. Like it's interesting. Yeah. And how does it change over time? What, what makes it change over time? It's that... that telephone game. Yeah. It's because people hear one thing, but then say another. Totally. And it just gets muddled. And they probably adapt it to their own needs. And that story gets passed down through generations as well. Yeah. Cause like we talked about, I think before in the, the Hawaiian mythology episode mm-hmm. where it's like, you and I have similar stories growing up as kids, but where mine was like the Menahuni, yours was like Jesus or something. Yeah. You know, it was like, it, it's different, but the same, like you yeah. said, based on what they need. I've noticed that when I was researching this, there there are a lot of similarities in stories, but mm-hmm. just geographically changed. Yep. You know, yep. Menahuni, Native Americans, what, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. Alaskan Inuits, right. you know, like it, it's there's all kinds of different things for those different places. Exactly. But it, you know who has the scariest stuff, and I didn't even think of putting down. I should have looked up what Japanese culture has some scary horrors. Yeah, stuff. no, we don't need to get into that right now. They terrify me. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's some scary, scary stories. I mean, a lot of the horror stories that we got in the like late '90s, early 2000s, those movies were mm-hmm. all based off of like japanese horror hey it's a three thousand year old culture i'm sure some shit went down oh yeah i think even the ring yeah was based off of a japanese story i don't oh, man i have to look that up um but i think yeah it was there just, was some story just ask your sister it. i'm sure she could tell us if it was or not i might have oh not the ring i'm thinking of lord of the rings <laughs> totally <laughs> different <laughs> yeah all right that part gets edited oh out. i'm gonna leave that nope. in i'm leaving it so what, what 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 do you want to start with today? Well, I think you should start because okay. I only have two and it looked like you had three. I did. I did. I got, yeah, I got a few. Yeah, so let's have you start. All right. Well, I'll start off with uh, speaking of like Native Americans or na- Native people. Um, we're going to Alaska, the Alaska Triangle, actually. Oh. And we're going to talk about the Kushtaka of the Alash- Alaskan Triangle. I, I was about to say Alaskan. Alaskan. <laughs> Sean Connery? Yeah, sure. Have a shoot. Would you like to shit in my lap? Shit in my lap. <laughs> Anyways. I'll take the rapist. <laughs> 700. The rapist. You mean therapist? That's what <laughs> I said. The rapist. <laughs> the rapist. Anyways. So in Alaska, on average, five out of 1,000 people go missing each year, according to the LA Times. Oh, my God. Right. And I mean, if you think about it, though, it's Alaska. It's the, There's wilderness there's cold there's a lot of things that can happen to you in alaska right so there's a lot of it can easily be tossed up to like oh well it's freaking alaska it's it's 
a tundra. It's mm-hmm. it's dangerous. Things happen to people. It's sure. very well known that bad things can happen to you in Alaska if you don't prepare and you're not ready for it. Right. The weather can change at any time. You could just yeah, you could still be prepared, and the be, weather just yeah. is, catches you. You get iced right. in, or mm-hmm. you're in in the woods. You just get lost and turn around. You don't know what's going on. Right. So a lot of times it gets tossed up to just that. However, you know, going back to the people that were the originals before we took over, they're 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 they say different things there. So, and I'm probably gonna just chop this name up, and I apologize to the whole tribe, the Tinglet tribe. Klinglet tribe from Juno have uh, another explanation to what may be going on, and it's not as innocent. Um, they believe there are shapeshifters uh, shifters among us called the Kushtaka. Ooh. Yeah. The shapeshifters are half man and half otter. Which part is half otter? I don't know. It's just, it didn't say. They just said half man and half otter. I feel like... I don't know which would be more terrifying. <laughs> well, and I don't think by saying half man, half otter, I don't think they're thinking like the upper half is otter, the lower half is is man. I don't think it's like that. I think it may be like they, their whole DNA is like half man, half otter. Oh, come on. Let me have that. I mean, you can envision it any way you want. Or what if it's like down the middle, like how they used to do the thing where like you would split and you, oh, the man, one woman side thing? was like, yeah. yeah. What if it's like that? So yeah. what, one half is, this, I mean, man, one half is otter. Really any way you slice the cake. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> right. Yes. So what they are known to do though, they, they uh, basically lure women and children to the water by uh, crying out. Like they're, oh. they're just crying. Like they, they need help. They're in danger or, or something bad is happening. to them. Oh. So at anybody with a good, decent heart is going to want to go and mm-hmm. investigate that and say, hey, I got to make sure that these, this person's all right. 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 But what happens, what happened was <laughs> once the people go there, um, they steal their souls <gasps> and drown them. Oh, my God. In the water. What is it? Ugh. Women and children. That's all they want. That's not good. Yeah. So I just started it light today. Yeah. Just a little light. <laughs> Jeez. Soul so, sealing soul sealing half otters. So if anybody knows about the Kushtaka and you got more than I could find out, let me know. I, I'd like to hear that hear about more of that. Yeah, I'm curious. It's like do they have images of this? Right. I don't think so. Ugh. But I always like that um that native folklore. Yeah. Uh, I, I love hearing all the the native stories from the people that originated there like the local hawaiians and native mm. americans you know i i like hearing those because they were here you know yeah. that they, they've been here those get passed down over time and time and time so it comes from somewhere and that's why a lot of stories if you actually get to hear different stories from tribe members whether it's native americans or hawaiians that it's always very magical sounding to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like they saw a different side of, of this earth mm-hmm. before everything kind of got turned industrial and, and buildings got built. Like, yeah. I, th- like, I think, I think the industrial era took away from the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm sure there was magic there. Yeah. I mean, the stories just lead to that, mm-hmm. you know, and they always have interesting creatures that just don't make sense. <laughs> I agree. Anyway. So what do you got? My first one is about the song Love Roller Coaster. Roller Coaster. 
of love. Roller coaster. That's about all we can probably do. I'm moving on. So this was a song by funk slash R and B band The Ohio Players. Yeah, not the Chili Peppers. Well, the Chili Peppers redid it for the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. Right. So, you know, blame Mike Judge for that one. <laughs> um, and this song was on their 1975 album called Honey. So if you don't know the urban legend, this one was very popular for me as a teenager because it came out on, again, on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. And so that urban legend kind of got renewed right. for me anyway in the 90s. And I'm going to give you the version that actually I heard when I uh, when I heard it and then give you the several versions that exist. Um, but the one I remember is that uh, this, there's a scream that's heard. They said on the album version, it's between like 230 something and 250 something. Um, but basically, if you know, it's this instrumental part where it gets kind of quiet. Right. They stop singing and it's just kind of like like the guitar, like dun, 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 dun. it's really quiet. And then there's this scream and it's, it's terrifying. Like every time, just me just talking about the scream coming up before Josh did his pterodactyl, <laughs> like actually gave me chills because yeah. no matter what the truth is, which I found out and is, but well, no matter what the truth is, that sound is scary. Yeah. It's very scary. So I wish That's, we could play it, but I don't think we can get the rights to this song. Yeah. So anyway, so the version that I heard was that um, the scream that was heard during that part of the song was the woman that's on the cover of their Honey album. Supposedly when they were taking that picture, the Honey was actually extremely hot and burned her. And she was on what she thought was glass, but it was um, plexiglass and the Honey and the plexiglass ended up fusing her skin to Ooh. it. And so her skin came off and disfigured her. She went into the studio while they were recording this song, threatening to sue. And supposedly the band manager stabbed her to death and they left it in as a cruel joke. Oh my God. That was the version that I heard in high school. Now there are like several other versions of this that exist. See, and how does that happen? Like again, like Telephone. Why, does, why does it change? Telephone. I want to know. So this one, um, the first version was that there it's actually the sound of a girl falling off of a roller coaster to her death. That's what that scream is, that they somehow managed to obtain that audio. Jeez. Um, another version is that there was a rabbit being killed outside of the studio, but obviously that one wouldn't work because studios are soundproofed. Right. That's the whole reason, so you don't get outside. Yeah, noise. you're not going to hear any of that if you're in an actual studio. And then the main version, there's actually two of the main version. And now, now you'll see why I talked about, like we said, it changes. The version I heard was a mixture of both of these. So the first version is that uh, at the time that they were recording Love Roller Coaster, they were also taking photos for the album. And the scream that you heard is of the the woman, Esther Cordette, actually getting burned by the honey. Ugh. And then the second version is is the one I heard where she got burned, came back later, 
threatened to sue and they stabbed her. Yeah. So, and that was the scream. Now the truth. Yeah. The truth is that the scream is actually keyboardist, Billy Beck. Um, James Williams, who's also a band member confirmed that it was Billy Beck. Um, he said it was one of those things that like, like Mariah Carey or whatever does when they inhale to get mm -hmm. that high pitch, yeah. it was his inhale. Oh, so okay. he was like, eh, or doing whatever he was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and funny thing is, Esther Cordette is actually still alive. So obviously she never got murdered. Or, or badly was, burned with honey and fuchsia. Well, she, she could have gotten badly burned because, I, I mean, I, I might have to go and dive deeper. But in my research, I didn't find anything where Esther was denying that yeah. she got burnt. Yeah. So that part could be true. Who okay. knows? Um, but it was funny because they they said they were asked, you know, did you kill that woman? And they chose to keep silent because the mystery sells more records. Of course. Yeah. So they were like, hmm. They would play coy like, I, I don't, don't know. know. And that's why I thought it was weird because I didn't find anything where Esther Cordette ever came out and was like, hey, yo, I'm still alive. Yeah. So that's why I'm she like. probably got paid to be quiet. To be quiet. Yeah. yeah. So that also lends a mystery. Like they're still forcing her to be quiet. That sounds a little suspicious. Right. That is total sus. So sus. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so that's the urban legend of Love Roller Coaster. That's funny though, because I I actually felt uh, I, or I I thought the same thing. I always heard that story. I didn't mm -hmm. know that she was still alive. I was yeah. I always heard a story that somebody was murdered or or something during that, and that's where that sound came from. Yeah, well, actually, at least up until December of 2020 was the most recent thing I found where it notated that Esther Cordette was still alive. That's nuts. That she was going to be 74 years old. That is nuts. Yeah. So yeah, that's well, that's what I got. Okay. Well, my next one, I have the Charman. Charman, like yeah. Charmander. Now that I say it out loud, it does sound like Charmander. <laughs> but but no, it's a it was the Charman, and this okay. is like a I think it was out of Ohio, um, in California. Yeah, Ohio. Legend has it uh, a father and son were caught in a house fire and were horribly burnt in like 1948. Oh. Okay. After the fire, the son completely lost his mind. Um, he ended up killing his dad. And when the police found the son, they thought he was dead just because he was so badly burnt. They oh, my didn't, gosh. So he was like, yeah, he, he was so just in, in utter disarray that they just, there, there's no way that body on the ground is alive. It's yeah. dead. It's, it, it's, you can't even tell what it is. Ugh. But then... When they were, weren't looking, he got up and just walked away and just disappeared into the Ohio like forest. Like left the scene. Yeah. What even? They never found him. Oh, He's, that's weird. He was still just going. They never found him. He just got up and ran, ran away, and the police never got him and never arrested him. Ever since though, people claim that the Charman can be spotted around Ohio woods, and he approaches tents of nearby campers. Oh God. Yeah. Or pretends to be a hitchhiker before camping or before attacking them. Yeah, well, that's why you don't pick up hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah, especially ones that are charred. Uh, or does he look like that when when he's hitchhiking? I imagine that's what they call him, the Char Man, right? Why then, would... why, then why? <sighs> Seriously, people, why would anybody stop for like that's terrifying? Yeah. If there's someone that's charred like that and walking. That's not normal. 
I think your your brain just doesn't process it right. You know, no. you're, you're just like that is a demon. I, well, I'm just saying, you see something that's humanoid walking towards you, and they're just like, oh, and they look burnt. Your first instinct is probably going to be try to help them. I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'd have to be in that situation. But, well, I mean, that's that would just be a scary, a very scary sight. My first instinct was to help him. Now, after hearing the story, no. Yeah, because you're going to get... Can you imagine camping and hearing, like, footsteps and go to check it out and you see this char dude? So our our next uh, camping trip is actually going to be in Ohio. No. So I can get the char man on the film. Fuck off. What? (laughs) No, no, no. I want to go see the char man. Yeah, then have fun going by yourself. That's no fun. I refuse. I've been refuted. I won't do it. Okay. Oh man, that's gross. Right? Gross. Just charred smoke. Just imagine them like black crispy charred skin just smoking like ash coming off of them. Oh. That's just crazy. And like so they just never treated their wounds. They they got burnt and just stayed in the house and tried know. to survive. It, they didn't really go into all that. It just uh. it just went into like this is what happened. And so I'm I'm did, I'm imagining that they eventually were left, you know, that they got out of the hospital, but yeah. they were still dismembered or disfigured because of the the fire, right? Mm-hmm. So then, the, I'm imagining then over time, the son was losing his mind, and that's what eventually made him crack and kill his dad. That's just crazy, right? Yeah, man. But even though he, even though after all that time passed, he was so disfigured, the police just thought he was a dead person. Did they ever go searching? Try to find him? You said like they never... They said they never found him. But they searched? Mm -hmm. That's just crazy. Yeah. Creepy creeps. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, my last one I have also... I know that this is more of like a ghost story. Okay. But I, I wanted to put it in here because, again, there are several different versions, a few different locations that I was able to find, which tells me... That that's why it feels more like an urban legend. Okay. Because the spirit there might be very real and what it does might be very real. But the story they gave it, I think, is what the urban legend is. Right. Because who even knows what's truth behind a, 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 a paranormal Yeah. That, that's why we situation. that's why we investigated so <laughs> yeah. we can find out the truth, right? So yeah, so that's I wanted to give that little heads up because this one is I think I've seen more like as a ghost story, a ghost sighting, but I think the story part is the urban legend. Okay. So this is about La Llorona or All the right. Weeping Woman. Ooh. Um. I as I mentioned, I found several different versions of the kind of the, the genesis of this ghost story. Mm-hmm. So um, they all, though, stated that initially this woman was an extremely beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. The time varied, though, between the 15 to 1600s. Okay. The locations also varied. I saw Texas. I saw Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that majority of the hauntings that are reported seem to come out of Texas and kind of like that Texas-Mexico border. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. But as I mentioned, there there was a story out of Florida, so I, I I I'm not sure what even is true. 
right. Yeah. Well, that's that's the hard thing with these with these urban legends because you don't know what's true what, mm-hmm. or you know what you have to piece it together because it's all just little myths and stories and that they're passed down. Yeah. So um, this woman eventually married the man she had wanted to marry, and they had two sons together. Um, she was very happy, but the husband left for work one day and never came back. And this, this particular story was that the townspeople were, you know, whispering and talking shit and saying that he left her for another woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she, in this version, she got over the heartbreak and was trying to marry a rich farmer. Okay. And so she was spending a lot of time with him and, and thought that they were going to get married. And he eventually told her, no, I'm not going to marry you because you have two sons. Oh, wow. And so I think probably with her husband leaving for a younger woman, this man saying this now because her husband left and she has these sons, she can't find someone else. She snaps in that moment. And she grabs her sons and takes them to the river, which in this story is the Rio Grande. Okay. Um, and tells them, you know, go bathe. And she says, she tells them both, you're both old enough now to go into the deep. So go into the deep and bathe. And of course they get, um, she Swept takes them away. there. Well, they, she, she actually like kind of drowns them. First, oh like, man. Pushes them down underwater and makes sure they're drowning. And when they, when she kind of lets them go down the river in this version that I read, she was like, fine. She turned around, went straight back to the farmer, mm-hmm. tells him what she did. Like, oh, I did this so we can get married now. And then the farmer goes, I could never marry you. You're a murderer. Oh, so, my God. And in that moment, she kind of snaps out of it and realizes what she does right. or what she did. And she goes back to the river and apparently paces back and forth and cries and wails doesn't sleep, doesn't eat, doesn't anything, and just does that until she dies. Wow. And then the the ghost story is that you see her walking back and forth, you know, up this riverside, mm-hmm. wailing, you know, because of her children. Wasn't there like a... A movie. Uh, there was a movie about that. but Yeah, what, The did, Curse of La Llorona. But didn't we also see like um, something recently that was like that on um, like one of those caught on camera shows or something? Oh... Yeah, I think there was something where there was like there there was like a figure by a river and it, it oh it was a little boy we saw it last night. Actually. Oh yes yes yes. It was a weird, but it was a weird like little boy by a river and it, you could see the face and everything. Yep. It was creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. Um, and there are a lot of stories. I didn't um, notate any of them, but if anyone's interested in this story, there are so many personal stories too about people thinking they've interacted with La Llorona. Wow. Um, but yeah, so there the other the other versions um, was she actually drowned her sons in the bathtub and then hung herself because when her husband disappeared, she thought he was dead mm-hmm. and she wanted them all to be with him. Mm-hmm. So and this was the one that was in Florida. Okay. So there's an area now that they say you see her and her sons like wandering aimlessly trying to find the father or the, the husband. Right. You know? um, and in in this one, there's also uh, supposedly if you see her and are in love and look directly into her eyes, you immediately die of a heart attack. 
So it's another like addition to the urban what? legend. Yeah, like, like I'm sorry, what? Because I'm yeah. in love, I have to die. That's weird. And like, ah, oh, that's just messed up. That is. Um. Oh, and then the uh, final version. Well, I don't know if it's the final, but I did find another version. Um, was that uh, she was walking down a path with her sons after her husband had abandoned them and a carriage came by and it was her husband with his new woman and he stopped to talk to the sons but completely ignored her and when he left in a fit of rage she threw her kids in the river and drowned them and oh my God. so as i said that to me this is why this is more of an urban legend the stories anyway yeah i think because how does one one person exist in Texas, but the same story kind of exists in Florida? So yeah. it's like, which one is which one is right, if any, or is it just kind of placed, like you said, where it works for, with what they're trying to put across? Well, and when I was reading through stuff too, I was finding there's a lot of like scorned wives, scorned women, like yeah. with, with children's stories and in, in, in like because women are... can hold grudges. Oh, let me tell <laughs> even you. beyond death. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the, so it, it is weird. See, there is multiple stories similar to mm -hmm. La Llorona. How do you say it? La Llorona. La Llorona. And I'm sure I'm not saying it with the with the right accent. I know, but that's <laughs> all you get from me. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I know. But what I'm saying is, I, I I'm sure there's stuff like that because I, I I see so many different variations of that story. It seems like. Yeah, and um, as I mentioned, there were a lot of really cool personal stories of people having dealt with her um just briefly off the top of my head there was one i remembered reading where a gentleman actually had uh like a nightmare mm. about her like where she was right in his face and then he wakes up and it's like raining outside it's just like creepy things where it's they're kind of near the area yeah they mainly that one seemed like it was mainly focused in texas so i feel like that one might if if anything might be the one that is the most true right to what had happened because that seems to be the most active one um but yeah the stories are all extremely terrifying i only read like a few and then stopped i didn't i couldn't read any farther they're just creepy though yeah I mean, like super creepy because it if you just see her, that might not be so bad, like pacing back mm -hmm. and forth crying. But I imagine the sound of the crying is terrifying. Yeah. And then if she at all comes anywhere near, like, no, no, that's where I, I, I say no. Right. Get out. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, interesting. Yeah. But that is La Llorona. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So next one I got is uh, the Hell's Gate Bridge. Hellscape Have you heard about that? No, no, where is that? That's uh, Alabama. Oh, boy. Yeah, so it's located in Alabama. The story of the bridge starts in the 50s. Okay. Uh, a young couple managed to somehow just drive their car off, off the bridge. Oh, like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing that came to my head. That's why I wanted to talk about this. Mm. But uh, they managed to drive their, their car off the bridge uh, and drown in the river below. Oh. Very similar yeah, to Beetlejuice. Exactly. Exactly Beetlejuice. the same thing. Legend says if you drive to the middle of the bridge and turn off your lights, the couple will appear like before you and it come into your car. What? They'll leave a wet spot on your seat. Oh, gross. Right. No. Right. No. That That's one of the legends. Well, then don't stop in the middle of the bridge. Right. Well, that's just one of them. There's, there's two. Uh-oh. So the other one's not as cute and sweet. and Because like 
It's like, okay, I, I might think of stopping on this bridge. And... Well, it's called Hellgate Bridge, so right. I imagine you're not about yeah. to tell me something nice. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is if you're driving over the bridge and you look over your shoulder when you're halfway over, you have to be at the exact spot or right spot. This behind you, where you just passed, mm -hmm. changes into a hellscape. What? Everything's on fire, and they believe it's a portal to hell that's just fully engulfed in flames. But, wow. So, like, my mind's a little blown right now. So, if you're going past, what is it about that halfway point, if you turn back, that you can see it? Like It's, it's like right where the portal's at or something. They, they, they think it's a portal to hell. And do people get sucked in if they look back? I they haven't heard anything about being sucked in, but that the rumor is that when you look over and, and you look back and you can see oh. the, the portal straight to hell and it's all fully engulfed in flames. Oh, no. Yeah. So the bridge is... It's been a very notorious bridge. People have tried to go for so long, and people are getting injured, and the, and the bridge is falling apart. Like oh, they they really should tear it down at this point. Yeah. Um. So they've closed the bridge to from because ghost hunters kept going out there, and like you know, kids would go out there and screw right. around, and people were falling in the damn river all the right, time. Right. Right. So that they've closed it down because it's now impassable. But can you imagine? What if you didn't know, and you're just driving, and you're like, "What well, did I hear? Something behind me." We watched a movie recently. Do you remember this? Where they were crossing a bridge or it was a show or something and they looked back, but it was like a, like a demon thing that came out and would try to pull them. What was that? Like, I, this is almost exactly the story. But see how, like, I, I feel like a lot of like the, the movies and the media and things that we, we get, they're, they're also coming off of these urban legends and yeah. these ghost stories that we all grew up with. And they're, they're just twisting it and creating their own version. Well, going back to my first urban legend, Loved Roller Coaster, I don't know if you remember because we recently rewatched this series. Yeah. But in the third Final Destination where they died on the roller coaster, that damn song was playing mm -hmm. during With the that scream, part. Yep. Yeah. They made sure to play the scream. Like it was such an asshole move on right. Final Destination's part. Totally. But like, yeah, like like exactly. They pull urban legends and throw them into movies like that. Well, Just... and, and the urban legends can even while we're researching, we're finding things out. We're, we're actually seeing how they can be created because yeah. while we're researching, I was researching uh, just through different ones. And I saw this one cool one called the ghosts of slaughterhouse Canyon. And the first thing, there's a picture right underneath that title. And I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know exactly where that's at. Mm -hmm. That's Sedona. Cause I know where this, the, the picture is. And I know the, the little church that they're showing there and we're reading into it. And it's like, it's nowhere near Sedona. It's like, would yeah. you say it was in Kings? It's, Kingman? It said it was, it was like Southeast of Kingman. So it's like, even that you, people will then start to make their own stories. Cause they saw the, the headline. Well, yeah. Cause here's how it actually happened. Just so you guys can tell. So Josh saw the picture after the title and was like, Oh, look how cool. I would know exactly where we were just there. And I had just read that same article. And I said, yeah, but look below right below. It said not pictured. Right. It's using a picture, but then saying not pictured. Right. This area is not pictured in this picture. We're just using this picture. Right. And, and, and the whole, <laughs> one of the whole reasons we went there was because that area is known to be a portal. Right. So we're like, oh, this is cool. But if you don't really read into it, then yeah. you're like, oh man, this is, 
that's very, very misleading, which can cause more urban legends. Yeah, because my question is, why use that photo at all? Right. If it wasn't it, you know? You don't have somebody that can just drive into where that's at and take a picture? And you have people that will just see it and move on. Yeah. Not going to even question it. So that's when the telephone comes in, and that's why stories get changed and, and basically switched and tweaked for however it fits their needs. Yeah, exactly. Because in a world where everybody has a camera in their pocket and nobody has a picture of the place. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, maybe not. Maybe just in this one, they right. used the wrong photo. Exactly. That's why I try to read a couple different sources so it doesn't, you know, just to see. And that's why I always find discrepancies. It's mm-hmm. different every time. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, even the information... That I had, like, for example, uh, our last episode with the cursed movies, mm-hmm. my information was a little bit off with Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our listener Rev let me know. And mm-hmm. that was awesome because it's like, you know, you never know what you're reading or if it's even accurate right. yeah. or what you're like. It's there's it's different every time I read it that I've been researching. It's just a crazy thing to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I just like to know, like how these stories happen and, and who creates them and or are they a bunch of just Karen sitting around like <laughs> no like I know what happened to that guy <laughs> this is what happened you know yeah or if like for example what if the story that was created for you know like my one like La Llorona yeah what if this story that was created was created by the person that maybe killed her Right. And made her look like the scornful, vengeful, horrible mother killing her children. What if she never killed her children? Right. What if someone killed her and her children or took her children? That's what they said. Yeah. How do you know? Especially with it being from the 15 or 1600s. Right. Information and records were real, you know, just not great back then. (laughs) Well, and the thing too is like when you when you are when people are pouring this energy into creating these stories, mm-hmm. what else are they creating? Oh, so like Slenderman, I Slenderman, would say. yeah, like exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's actually so that one to me was too popular. That's why I didn't really want right. to talk about it in this one. But yeah, to me, it's like something like that. Not only did it create a horrible scenario where two girls felt they needed to murder their friend, right? But Who's to say that that with us all talking about this and doing these things that it didn't already create an actual Slenderman? Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe all that energy being poured into that creates that manifestation. Because we know energy manifests stuff. Absolutely. And when we've seen it. Yeah. If you have that much energy going into one thing, you're getting websites, stories. And let's not forget that Slenderman started as a Photoshop contest. So right. images. Right. And now murderous offerings. Yeah. You know, it's like how, to me, it's like you just created a demon and that demon's name is Slenderman. Yeah. Or Candyman. Well, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Candyman terrifies the shit. But you, you know what's crazy though? Even Just another one. When I was re- researching this, like... People make these things. Yes. These, these things beca- because they're putting that energy mm-hmm. in it. Another one, I mean, it. this is an old Chicago thing in the 90s. Homie the Clown. Like the Homie the Clown from In Living Color. Yes. There was a dude that would dress up as Homie the Clown. And he'd try to kidnap kids in a white van. What? It terrified people in the 90s. Wait, do I remember that? I feel like that's a that legit, sounds familiar. That's a legit yeah. story. Oh, so, my God. Because... 
somebody gets this idea from this one story. And, oh, this is going to be my idea to do this thing and right. do this nefarious act. Oh. Like there's this energy that goes in there and you got to be careful what you're putting out there sometimes. Well, yeah. I mean, especially negative energy yeah. is always seems to be stronger than positive energy and just manifests horrible things. Right. So just don't put that shit out there, people. You don't know what you're creating and who it's, well, maybe you know who it's going to attack, but that's just, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to be nice to each other. For real. So we got enough. I mean, obviously church there's true crime stuff everywhere like we have enough bad things in the world let's try to make things nice the more you know <laughs> i know i got all preachy there right <laughs> well i thought this was a fun episode it went a little bit shorter than than we normally would yeah. do but I had but a good that, time. But that's because, like I said, there were there were some obvious ones like Slenderman and Bloody Mary yeah. and Candyman that I I just everyone knows those stories, right? You know, Candyman's coming back, man. Yeah, I, I liked that. I liked the the, in that in that interesting though, like when when people can just start talking about these things and then it becomes bigger than just talks. It's, it's rumors and then it's myth and then then it's like no, this actually happened. And then there's people that are saying they've seen sightings. Yeah, people say they've seen sightings of Slenderman. Oh, yeah. That's why I said I think we created him. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The only way that could happen, it, it, it was a folklore. He wasn't even a, a real thing. I actually wanted to, I thought there were more internet-based paranormal creatures that have been created, but I actually couldn't find as many. So if anyone knows of any other ones, um, I am extremely interested in this in this theory that we're creating new things. So please let us know, paranormalpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, because, as I said, energy, whether negative or positive, you put it out there and it's going to create something. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I, 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 I was going to try to say something profound, but I think you just blew it out of the water with that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No. <laughs> Didn't mean to ruin your profoundness. All right, no, right? It just, <laughs> it just went away. Thus uh, is being an old man. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm an old man too. It's okay. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How come my what was lower than your what? What? I know, right? <laughs> anyway, um, also, we still have the socials, the Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. Paranormal Podcast. You can check those out. We post pictures from different things and sometimes dumb videos yep. and... Or fun videos, how, how, however you're feeling. You put, put, send us some stuff. We'll post it up, and we'll make might research what you're what you're sending us. Yeah, and I found out a new thing. Um, if you are on Anchor, if you listen to us on Anchor, you can actually send us a voice message. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, if you do, I'd be happy to play it. Right. If I'm feeling like your message is appropriate enough, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> appropriate for this podcast i know that's why i'm like really I'm, a I'm high gonna be, standard i'm gonna be playing them all because no matter what you say we're gonna be like yeah, this was right. awesome <laughs> so yes send us your messages rate and review us and all that fun business yep send us your story ideas because i want to research real locations with real people having real reactions i want to go out to some of these places where these urban legends happen yeah i'm not going to ohio though all right but I mean, like the ones like where you hear like the kids pushing the cars over the track and yes. they hit the hammer. I want to do all that stuff. And the real Elm Street. That's not. I know where that's at. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all so, right. Yep. 
Bye, weirdos. Bye. Oh, also, we're not going to see you or we're not going to hear you again until after Christmas. So whatever you all celebrate, um, happy holidays, happy Merry Christmas, whatever you say. Happy Merry Christmas, Hannah Kwanzaas. Thank you. Yes, all those things. Enjoy the holidays and we will listen, hear you next week. (laughs) Mele Kalikamaka. Aww.